Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner. Hello, everybody. This is Sandy, and I am the founder and chief love officer at Last First Date. I'm devoted to helping women and some men achieve healthy, off-the-charts love in the second half of life. And we have a fabulous show coming up for you today. I'm going to be speaking with the owner and founder of Dating for True Love, Pan Vandervoort, about why it's so hard to find lasting love today. Boy, it's um, I've been getting so many emails from women who are don't even know where to begin. They have given up on love and... It makes me really sad um, to hear women who don't feel that they're that that they have a chance at love anymore. And so I can't wait to talk to Pam about this because it's a topic that's so close to my heart. And um, I I specialize in helping women date as the high value women that they are in every other part of their lives because I truly believe that when a woman knows her worth, she attracts her most aligned partner. And I know that I really didn't understand my worth for much of my life, and it definitely informed the choices I made in relationships. Most women who come to me for support are incredible mothers. If they are moms, they they do so well as parents, as um, people in the workplace, but they make one big mistake when they go to date, and this is the top number one mistake. It is the fact that they don't leave their work self behind and I talk about this a lot because this was eye-opening to me that women come to a date wearing a similar kind of clothing not the feminine beautiful clothing that a woman can wear they bring competition and one-upsmanship and argumentativeness to a date and the men that they are really attracted to the the more masculine men look at these women as competition or somebody they might want to hire, but not somebody they would want to date. So ladies, we know that you have your femininity in there. We're not asking you to dumb anything down and make yourself any different than you are, but bring your feminine. Don't lead with that masculine energy, all of that competition. Um, That does not work in the relationship arena. It works in the work arena. So what I've done is I've taken the top three mistakes that women make in and men in midlife dating, in dating, and I've compiled a free report called the top three mistakes people midlife daters make, and how to turn them around so you can find lasting love. And it's a it's a free guide. It's my gift to you. And if you don't have your copy yet, just go to lastfirstdate.com and sign up on my homepage. You'll also get my weekly newsletters, which are highly informative and include everything that's happening um, in the industry, um, my top blog posts. So it's it's a lot of great information. It's totally free. So now I would like to introduce our special guest today. Her name is Pamela Vandervoort, and she is the owner and founder of Dating for True Love. In this high-tech world that has inundated singles with so many dating choices, it's become hard to find a clear pathway to love. Pamela shows you how to avoid heartbreak and random dating and discover the secrets to attracting 
and creating lasting love. Pamela has her bachelor's degree in communication studies and a master's degree in spiritual psychology. And you can find out more about her by going to datingfortruelove.com. So I'd like to welcome to the show, Pam. Hi, Sandy. Thank you so much for having me as your guest. Oh, thank you so much for being my guest. And this is such a great topic. It is so overwhelming. In fact, a friend of mine called Mm -hmm. me today and she said, I have another client for you. She hasn't dated since her divorce and she has no idea Mm. how to get started. She's so overwhelmed with all the choices and... Mm-hmm. That's why I, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. So, <laughs> so why is it so hard for people to find and keep love today? You know, <clears throat> you would think it wouldn't be that hard considering there's more singles in the world today than ever before and considering there's all these different mediums for finding love, like online dating, um, there's the speed dating, there's meetups. So with all these different options and more single people today than ever before, you know, at all ages, it would seem like it would be easy, right? So it's kind of confusing. But the reason that it is so hard today is because how we view relationships and what we're looking for is completely and totally different. In the past, it was like all paths led to marriage. People got married in their early 20s. People got married to, you know, just somebody that they felt compatible with, had similar values, had similar religion, were in the same social groups, and then they just stayed married. And they, you know, they made it work because that was what the options were. But really starting in the 70s, this complete shift in what people are looking for. Now people talk about soulmates, like my business, Dating for True Love. People are looking for true love. So people's number one value in relationships isn't security anymore, but it is fulfillment. So you're completely mm-hmm. changing the ball game. And and nobody knows how to how to get married for fulfillment. It's really easy to get married for security. It's really easy to get married because that's what everybody does. And I think the reason there are so many people now single, especially, you know, in midlife, as you were talking about, is because that didn't work, and now people are looking for something more, and it's completely changed the way people date. Mm. Yeah, it's a really good point. I think that um, that the way that people are looking for more, and I think women in particular have become much more self-sufficient to the point where mm-hmm. they often say, "I don't need a man." Um, so, what, mm-hmm. what do you say to women who who say, "Well, you know, I'm." I'm really good by myself. I don't really need a man. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, what's wrong with these women? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I I kind of think that's awesome because when you go into marriage as a need, then you're going to create all kinds of problems. So it's like coming at it from abundance, right? Like I don't need a man, but my heart longs to share my life with that special someone. I, I want someone who, I mean, what I hear all the time is, you know, I want someone who I enjoy them. I enjoy their company. I want someone who contributes to my life. So mm-hmm. it's awesome to not need a man, and it's great to look for a partner who's going to be this awesome, positive addition in, in their life. But what happens is then there's this belief of scarcity, like, 
so I want this, but it doesn't exist. And that belief of scarcity, it's, so it's not needing a man, which is awesome, but then wanting this true love, this, this soulmate, but then not believing it's possible, it creates this contradiction, and it makes it really hard to find that person. True. So, so I, I actually think that when you say you don't need a man, um, you're also doing yourself a disservice, and I'd love to hear your thoughts mm. on this, because I think that admitting that you actually need to have a man in your life to fulfill a basic human need, which is mm-hmm. being in relationship, intimacy, the things that you don't get from your girlfriends or your, you mm-hmm. know, your male friends, you get from a partner. So I think it's it's viewed as neediness to mm-hmm. say I need a man, but I think that we need to also reframe what needing a man looks like. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious what you have to say about that. You know, I love that because um, it kind of, when you were uh, talking about women showing up as the businesswoman, I think what that really underlying, what the underlying um, thing that's going on there is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if a woman shows up on a date as the businesswoman, she's powerful, she's in her suit, she's taking charge. And women today, so many times what they say is like, I have to do everything myself. I, I just, mm-hmm. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't have time. I don't make time for myself. I have to do everything myself. So it's really, and then like, I don't need a man. It all comes down to that vulnerability. And it's not a satisfying life to do everything yourself. It's not a satisfying life to be everything to all people. It's not a satisfying life to be an island we weren't meant to be an island. So it's it's finding this new way of being. It's like in the past, women were, you know, housewives dependent on their husbands for their survival. Now they can take their survival into their own destiny. You know, they can make their own money, buy their own houses, raise children by themselves, have children by themselves. So, again, it goes back to that fulfillment element of, you know, wow, but in my heart of hearts, that deep longing in my heart, I know that I need that companionship, that love, and it's okay to be vulnerable, and it's okay to let somebody take care of you, and it's okay to let somebody help you, and being, and the new way of being in relationship is mastering those kind of conflicting, those conflicting desires, the desire to Fulfill yourself in your career and the desire to fulfill yourself in relationship and the desire to be vulnerable and need somebody. And I think that's where the new relationship is heading. That's what, for me, true love really is. So you're right. It's important to have, and it's having both. And that's, I think, mm-hmm. the real you know, mastery. Yeah, I, I think that is so important what you just said. Um, it's a paradox to many people that you can do both. Mm-hmm. And I think this, this, I just watched a beautiful video by Elizabeth Gilbert that she did an interview with Maria Forleo about, really about fear. And um, mm-hmm. so much of this, um, of our fear, and it was, it was about creativity, but you can apply it to anything. 
You know, the mm-hmm. fear of being rejected, the fear of being, uh, you know, of needing somebody, of opening your heart up and then getting hurt again. Um, and they did talk about paradox, that there it is possible to hold two things that seem opposite and hold them both as true. And so I mm-hmm. think what you're saying is just so resonant for me. It's um, that you can be successful and you can be strong and you can have a thriving career and you can make time and open your heart to a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's, it's just interesting because for me, like when I see women navigate the dance, because I, you know, I help women date and find a relationship, and then I help women develop the person they met dating into a committed relationship. I have two programs that do that, and it's just funny watching the dance because at the beginning, it's all about, you know, trying to be powerful and create this powerful you know, way of being, and then when the kind of like switch happens where they are like, oh, I might be falling in love with this person, I watch women sort of give up all their power. And so there'll be this, Mm -hmm. you know, powerful person in the boardroom, let's just say, and then she'll sort of give up all her power in relationship and she'll feel like, oh, but I'm being feminine. And that's just so interesting to me because... It, you, the roles were so clearly defined before that it's just this new dance and nobody really knows what to do. And mm-hmm. so there's this whole thing about knowing what you need in relation, you know, getting your emotional needs in the met, knowing what your emotional needs are, and then knowing how to ask your partner, hey, I need you to meet this for me. And mm-hmm. here's these amazingly powerful women, right, running companies, you know, executive positions, whatever, and they're like, I have to ask him directly that I need him to, you know, give me a hug when I'm feeling sad. <laughs> yeah. <Like> terrified. <laughs> terrified. Yeah. 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 It's and awesome. it's so powerful when you do, when you do, because men can't read your mind. And mm-hmm. they're so happy when you tell them what you need. Um, it does feel really vulnerable to ask for emotional needs to be met. But the woman who's clear and knows herself mm-hmm. and knows what her emotional needs are, she's like a golden ticket, man. I mean, mm-hmm. guys flock to that woman like a bee on honey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because men want to be successful. You know, that's why, yes. like, when women just want to vent about their day and, like, we call up our girlfriends, we're like, oh, and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, honey, no. Yes, uh. And then you tell a guy and he's like, well, Let's go talk to this person about that. Or, well, why don't you just <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And they're like, mm-hmm. that's not what I want. You know, but men want right. to be successful. They want to fix stuff. So if you're like, I need this because of it makes me feel this, you know, they're like, oh, easy. Okay, successful. Yay. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> right, right. You're setting him up to win, which is definitely mm-hmm. what men love. And, yeah. Um, the, this is, this is really true. Um, so, so how do people get started dating and not waste time dating people that they don't like? So, I mean, this is such a big thing. People don't want to waste time. Um, mm-hmm. so what mm-hmm. would you say would be a, a, a good way for people to do that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, online dating is like the number one, like time energy suck with very little reward if you don't know how to do it right. Um, mm-hmm. 
And but it's also really is a great way to meet people because it, it's we it's again I guess the paradox right it can be this time suck with very little reward but on the flip side it can be the most efficient way to meet people. So um, I think first of all, it's really important to get clear on what what you're looking for and what you want. And the other thing I think is so important that that you wouldn't think so. But it's to really clear up any stuff that's going on from your past. Because like you were talking about the beginning, about the number one block to finding love as women, you know, showing up as the businesswoman. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of that is about self-protection, like we talked about vulnerability. And I think a big block to finding love is fear. You know, I think mm-hmm. people will kind of unconsciously sabotage themselves because it's like the thing that you want the most is the thing you fear. So you want this self, you want this fulfilling true love relationship, but that means you're really going to be seen by the other person as opposed to being a housewife who's filling a role, which is taking care of your children, taking care of your home, and they're doing that role and you're not necessarily really seeing them. Today we long to be really seen and known and experienced by our partner but that's also terrifying. So people want this, but then they're afraid of it, and then add being really hurt in the past. You know, dating in midlife means you have pretty much guaranteed had your heart broken. So mm-hmm. I think it's really important to clear up some of your past or you're going to go out on dates or meet men and you're going to be looking for signs that he's cheating or looking for signs that he's, you know, a deadbeat and not employed or, or and you're going to have to support him financially or whatever your issue is. So then you're going to project that onto your dating experience and then you're going to be frustrated. And like, mm-hmm. especially if cheating is an issue and you're online and you see this other person who's online and they're, you know, talking to all these other women because you're, should be, you know, talking to all these other men. So it's really important to clear up clear up some of that past stuff, I think, before you go out and date. And then um, when you're online dating, I have a technique that I like to use, um, which is to have women actually go through and wink at men. So there's like a tool on a lot of them where you can find matches similar to somebody that you like. And just to go through and wink at them, you know, not to necessarily send a message, not to, you know, necessarily, like, write a long, drawn-out thing, and then just sort of let them respond, because there's this expression, um, the man chooses the woman who chooses him. And if you think about, like, the bar scene, for example, there's very few men, unless they're a total player, that will, like, just walk up to a woman and be like, hi, I'm so-and-so. Normally what happens is you see somebody, you find them attractive, you kind of look at them, they look at you, you look at them again, maybe you smile, they smile back. You know, you're kind of sending all these signals. And then the person, the man feels comfortable coming over talking to you because they want to be successful, right? So sending out a little wink is a good way of sort of signaling like, hey, I'm interested in you, and then also letting them show up and come forward. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, so I, I encourage women to actually send a first email. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I, I feel it's not asking somebody out. It's actually mm-hmm. saying the same thing as the wink, but it's a little bit mm-hmm. more um, assertive. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that, and so you mm-hmm. get a lot of success with with winking. Um, I uh, yeah, actually, because one of the um, you know, and I think they both work. I think that what I've seen happen a lot with with women too is they'll sort of get like attached to a profile and mm-hmm. then they'll sort of get bummed out if the person doesn't respond to them or whatever. So, you know, when you send out winks, it's sort of like you don't even have to, you can like let it go, like almost like releasing it to the universe. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I took action and now I release it. But I think that, you know, emails are fine as well. I absolutely do. Um and I think both work, and I think a lot of it, as you take action with anything, it's about feeling good about your action. Mm-hmm. And also not attaching, yeah. like you said. I think exactly, and not attaching. It's so easy to, yeah, people fall in love with profiles, and they also mm-hmm. reject profiles without knowing the person. So it works on both mm-hmm. ends, and and mm-hmm. that's actually a really big trap. Um, mm-hmm. I used to do it when I first got online. Oh my God, I fell in love with so many men just reading their profile. Oh my God, he's my soulmate. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, you don't know a person until you know him. And sometimes they're not even real. So mm-hmm. you gotta gotta really be careful about that. All that, mm-hmm. that hope and expectation mm-hmm. and yeah, and that's why people get burnt out a lot too because mm-hmm. so much energy mm-hmm. and emotion into a person before they become a person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're even real, right? Exactly. I mean, I, I know I did the same thing when I um I remember one of my very first online dating experiences. This guy emailed me, and just to me, he was, like, perfect. And in my mind, I had us, like, blown up into going on vacation together, and I was seeing us, like, traveling these other countries and I was picturing our wedding and then when he emailed me back he was like oh so you have horses and like horses so do I that's great and I was like I can't exactly remember what I said because it was a long time ago but I was like yes I like horses and so do you and we can go horseback riding together and like four (laughs) paragraphs he wrote me like three (laughs) sentences Four paragraphs, like, go, you know, going into, like, some future or something together, and then I never heard from him, and I was devastated. I mean, my husband was gone. <laughs> right. Your horseback riding husband. He rode off into yes. the sunset. <laughs> and what about that trip we had planned? <laughs> right. I'll have to cancel my ticket. <laughs> and I remember I showed a friend at the time, and she was like, um... You went way overboard. He wrote you like, he's clearly interested. You know, he's interested again, but just, you know, mildly, normally interested. And you just, like, planned your future in the next email. Of course he didn't hear from you again. And then I was like, maybe he went offline. Maybe he lost my email. Should I email him again? I mean, it was just (laughs) funny. And my friend's like, "Um, honey, you turned him off. Yeah. <laughs> Move yep. on. Lost opportunity. Look, exactly. There's a well, hundred yeah, other people. guys out here just like him. Look, you just click that button. There's like ten more like him. <laughs> yep. So well, that's that's the abundance piece that people forget. You know, there are no yep. good men online. So 
Um, that's a great story, and I, and and it's a sign that you know these little things that we do, we're not always aware. And mm-hmm. you're an aware person, I'm an aware person, but you can't always see yourself so clearly, and mm-hmm. so it's easy to make these mistakes. And you think you're connecting deeply, and you're gonna you know form this great connection, and and you're actually stalking him, and he's freaking out. So um, yeah, really important not to. Plan your future before there's even a present. Um, yes, before you've even met the person yeah. in person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, he isn't a person until he's a, you know, until you're in front of him, and even then, it still takes time to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's talk about other ways to not waste time dating. So you're talking about online dating. So, mm-hmm. so you talked about clarity, what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and clearing up your fears and mm-hmm. the things from your past, you don't keep projecting mm-hmm. it onto mm-hmm. your future partner. And mm-hmm. you're suggesting that women wink at men and let them respond. Mm-hmm. So, um, what other tips can you give people who don't want to waste time but really want to have success? The other, I think, biggest tip is to not get impatient. Because the more you start to get impatient, the more it takes longer. It, it like, takes longer then. And I, it's just so, I see so many people when they start dating, they're, like, all excited. And especially even when they start working with a coach, you know, and they're all excited and this is going to be different and I feel it, it's going to happen and synchronicities happen. And, and then, like, something goes wrong, you know, like they go on a date with a guy, they really like him, <clears throat> and he doesn't call. Or, you know, I don't know, just something goes wrong. And they get discouraged, and then they just stop. And usually they get discouraged and want to stop right before the big breakthrough. So it's really important not to get impatient and not to get discouraged and stop. Because you are going to have obstacles along the way. That's just life. I mean, if you think of any big goal you've ever had in your life, let's say business, right, it's like nobody just creates a successful business or climbs a corporate ladder without an obstacle, without stuff going wrong along the way. You know, every successful person has experienced, you know, minor failures, but I don't believe in failure, but, you know, setbacks or learning experiences. And the same is for dating, but whereas people will just kind of power through setbacks in business, for example, Setbacks of the heart will can be devastating and will cause um, women to just sort of want to go, you know, go back to their old routine or, you know, go run and hide. And so not getting discouraged and developing a little bit of a more resilient attitude about it will actually speed things along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is so key. Um, the attitude, the mindset you have. Mm-hmm. is so important in anything that you do. But, you know, to be patient that things don't always come in the way that you think they're going to come. And a lot mm-hmm. of times you just you end up in, in, you know, dating people who are not right for you. I mean, that's just a whole lot of wrongs until it becomes a right. Mm-hmm. Um, and how did you meet your husband? Actually, I'm not married at this time. But, oh, you're not um, married. Okay. Not married at this time, no. But um, mm-hmm. I did meet my partner actually online, so mm-hmm. that, and I went through, 
you know, I went through the whole thing of I was online dating like three main times, and I got into the relationship with the wrong person on several occasions, and I had to sort of and once and like for me because it was so enmeshed in my business that I had to really break up with the person even though it was like tied to my success in some way and it was very clarifying to me to say you know what sometimes it's really hard to leave somebody when it's not right because of appearances because of not wanting to fail because of fear of being alone and it's like taking that big leap of ending a relationship and knowing hey I still have value hey I'm still worthy and then trusting that the next right person will come along is such a profound decision to make as well. Mm, I so agree. I mean, I think really owning your value and never giving up your value mm-hmm. or your power for anyone is mm-hmm. just so important in the dating process. Um, well, we are at the end of the show, and um, this has been fabulous, and I would just love for you to share how people can find you. Yes, so um, my website, www.datingfortruelove.com. And right now I actually have up um, my free webinar, Single to Engaged, and it takes you through the um, five steps to finding true love. So I actually explain my proven system for finding true love in this webinar, and it's up now on my website. So feel free to check it out. I'd love to have you. Awesome. That sounds really helpful. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Pam, and sharing your dating wisdom with our audience. Well, thank you. It was really fun. Thank you. Great discussion. Thank you, everyone, for listening. (laughs) Yeah, really great. I loved it. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening in today, and I hope you all go on your last first date very soon. Have a great day. (laughs) Bye-bye.